Hi, this is Sandy Rios, and this is Sandy Rios 24-7. This is day two with Jacob Lang. And if you didn't listen to day one, Jacob is in prison or in jail in Brooklyn. It's his 772nd day, at least at the time that we recorded this. He's only 27 years old. And uh, on our first uh, session with him, Jacob talks a lot about what happened on January the 6th, which is the reason he's been in jail. He tells us a lot of detail that we did not know. It's fascinating. But on today's show, I get more personal with Jacob, and I talk to him about who he was before January the 6th and how it impacted his life. It's really pretty dramatic, and I hope that you'll stay tuned. Uh, Remember that you can call us if you have a comment. This is a controversial subject, and some of you might have some things to say about it. You can call 662-821-2040. That's 662-821-2040. Or you can write us an email, an old-fashioned email at sandy at afr.net, sandy at afr.net. Our website is sandyrios.com. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter, Instagram, Getter, Truth Social, YouTube, and Rumble. Or you can find us on all the podcast uh, platforms, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, so forth and so on. Uh, But our home base is AFR.net. We also have a sponsor that we're very proud of, and that's Preborn. Preborn provides ultrasounds for women who are in crisis pregnancy. While our administration considers declaring a public health emergency on abortion, the battle is far from over. Overturning Roe versus Wade was huge, but let's not forget this. Day after day after day, young women, scared young women, who don't think they have options, are choosing abortion. Preborn network clinics have rescued over 200,000 babies, and the majority of those women who come to their clinics are being pressured to abort Preborn seeks these women out before they make the ultimate choice and introduces them to the life growing inside of them through a free ultrasound. And we are the fuel that allows Preborn to offer these young women free ultrasounds. Once she hears the heartbeat and sees that precious life, the majority of the time, she will choose life. It only costs $28 for one ultrasound, $140 for five ultrasounds, You know, let's save some lives today and tomorrow and the next day and the next day after that because abortion doesn't stop and we can't stop. All you have to do is go to preborn.com slash Sandy, preborn.com slash Sandy and make your most generous donation. All right, well, listen, sit back and relax. This is part two with uh, J6 prisoner Jacob Lang. From American Family Radio, Sandy Rios. We are not called to be nice. We are often called to be confrontational. And here with me in D.C. is Fox News contributor Sandy Rios. I think the most important thing we need to demonstrate to our children is genuineness. That we actually believe what we say we believe. A longtime Fox News contributor, Sandy Rios, thanks very much for being with us. Seek justice. Not social justice, but God's justice. What's right and what's wrong. Sandy Rios is with the American Family Association. A pro-life radio talk show host. We've got to say this is the line. Life is sacred. Director of Governmental Affairs for the American Family Association. Step up. Speak up. Say something. Do something. We're talking to Jacob Ling, and he is incarcerated in Brooklyn right now, but he's been incarcerated for 772 days. That's 25 months of his young 27-year-old life. Uh, And he has produced this movie called Freedom Isn't Free. That's the second movie, and he has written a book. Uh, He's done a lot of 
incredible things since he's been incarcerated, and you can find all of them at j6truth.org, j6truth.org. He started a legal fund for uh, these guys, and some, I don't think there are any women left yet. Well, they may be adding women now, uh, but they can't find a good legal counsel. They've gotten horrible legal counsel, and that's part of the reason why they've gotten such incredible sentences. And so go to j, uh, j6truth.org and look for J6 Legal Fund, and that's where you can help them. Uh, Jacob, I want to ask you some price personal questions. I, I, I You know, your name is uh, Jacob Lang, and um, uh, it's obvious that you are a, a Christ follower based on what you've said to me in a prior Amen. conversation. But how did, were you before you got, went on J6? Was that, what was happening with you? Who were you? Where did you live? And, and who were you before January the 6th? I'm born Edward Jacob Lang um, from the great state of New York. I was a nightlife uh, professional or something of that type of sort in New York City for many years. I'm also an entrepreneur. And during the 2020 COVID lockdowns, God apprehended my heart through Christ Jesus, and he came to running out to meet me on the hilltop. I came back home broken and bruised and battered up, shoeless and with no rings on my fingers and no coat on my back. Um, And Father God welcomed me into his kingdom um, and put new shoes on my feet and gave me the fatted calf. Um, the beautiful blood of Jesus that washed me clean. And that year, 2020, was a very tumultuous year for everybody. Um, and God used the COVID lockdowns to uh, get a, it got a lot of people's attention. I know a lot of young Christians um, who were saved uh, by Christ in the COVID lockdown era time, and myself included. And so I was baptized before January 6th. I was baptized... Uh, about two months before January 6th, and I was walking with the Lord, you know, very strongly, but there's no uh, amount of fellowship that I could ever describe other than being locked in a cell for 19 months on 23-hour lockdown or 22-hour lockdown uh, out of the day with just a Bible and a little radio to listen to gospel music on, um, you know, my fellowship and my love for God has grown enormously. My faith is like a rock. It's a tree planted by the river. Um, and I just, I have every part of me to give to God. And everything I do is to glorify Him and uh, to make His image uh, shine brighter here on earth and, and make Christ known uh, throughout every single prison in America, all 12 of them. I've uh, been so graced to be able to lead Bible studies and perform uh, four baptisms, uh, some even on Jan Sixers, since I've been locked up, and do spiritual writings that have reached out all over the world, called my Psalms of Christ, um, that are being published soon, and a second book. Um, And just so great. God has taken what the enemy intended for my evil, this incarceration, this political imprisonment, and he has used it for my good. And if he's done it for me, he can do it in your life, too. Jesus can come into your life, no matter how lost you are, how blinded you are, how uh, entrenched you are in, in worldly and fleshly desires, and um, in, in your own bubble. He can come and burst that bubble and open you up to a whole new perspective where love reigns supreme, and it's all about how you can serve and how you can give and not what you get. 
and Jesus was here to give life, not take it. And he is my Messiah. He is my Lord. He is the King of Kings, and I'm grateful to be saved. Jacob, it just occurs to me as you're talking, you know, God never, his mind is never our mind. You would think, you would think, I would think uh, that a young man in your, with your background comes to him dramatically uh, and, and you give your life to him and then he has you arrested, he allows for you to be arrested and put in prison for the next whatever, however many years. I mean, who would do that? Only God, because he has a different kind of plan. I was watching uh, recently that movie, Jesus Revolution, has come out, and you you too young to remember this, but I'm not, uh, that the hippies, of course, were, um, they were the dregs of society to law-abiding uh, Americans who loved the Constitution in their country. Hippies were just the rebellious, all-out rebellious. They were filthy, dirty. They were, um, they didn't work. They were drug-filled, and it was so... Uh, repulsive to Americans, and yet God, and yet God reached down into that movement and started this Jesus revolution that changed so many lives and created such incredible worship music. And many of those guys, I don't even know the count, are in ministry today because their lives are so dramatically changed. And I just... um, I know it's not I know it is a comfort to you intellectually but still you are in prison nevertheless God is at work so powerfully and that's encouraging for us to hear uh because because it gives us hope because he is our hope by the way he is our capital H O P E not the small hope but the big hope and he does deliver and so that's just that brings me a lot of joy to hear you say that I want to ask you some practical questions when uh, I've talked to the J6ers, we were trying to generate mail. And I know a lot of my listeners were writing to the prisoners. Are you guys still receiving uh, mail from people around the country? Or is that, or, or, or not? Oh, yeah. Everything we are able to do um, in my camp and in personally between all the J6ers, the spirit we receive from God so liberally is also because of the body of Christ, of believers and patriots as well, um, but a vast majority of them, 95, maybe even 98 percent, are, are, are disciples of Christ who write us letters, who donate to our legal funds, um, who stand with us in this fire, and they got into the trenches with us here, writing us letters, praying for us every night at 9 p.m., um, <laughs> sending us donations, calling up state representatives and congressmen and and just being absolute warriors with us. And so my heart is forever just overfilled with so much love that has been poured into it. I've received over 5,000 letters since I've been oh, locked, my gosh. locked up <laughs> these 25 months. And, you know, just keep on writing, keep on praying, keep on giving till it hurts. Um, you know, this war is not over. This is a spiritual warfare. And one of the graces that God gives us um, in, in his fruit of the Holy Spirit is long-suffering. And to suffer long and to be given a trial that is not just a one-day ordeal where you have to remain faithful and you have to be focused and you have to be submitted for years at a time is a grace that God gives to us that not many people are tested with. Um, And so the people that are alongside us in this, they share in our grace. They share in our our glory of the, the, the prisoner, the righteous prisoner. 
And, you know, it's truly just amazing to see the American people and the body of Christ come around the Jan 6 political prisoners. It is, it's so humbling. It's amazing. I can't well, speak no. highly enough about <laughs> the people who write us. Now, see, before we started talking today, I pray that we would be a blessing to you and that our listeners would be blessed. And I have to tell you, I'm, I'm, I've got chills. I mean, it's just God at work. It really is. It reminds me of uh, revival in the sense that uh, it's the Holy Spirit mending and healing people who are not incarcerated uh, but are having other things. God's Spirit is just there making them aware of your plight and then being so present with you in that prison, that's just like God, to do all of that supernaturally. It's amazing. Now, I want to ask you some practical things about your movie, Freedom Isn't Free. We uh, started our conversation uh, with that movie, and it's a little different because you're not really, you're not laying out uh, J6 as much as you were in your first movie, although you do, of course, talk about it, but you're making a larger point. And what is that larger point, Jacob? The January 6th was akin to the Boston Massacre and maybe even a little bit of the Boston Tea Party thrown in there as well. That that was the first battle, the first event of what history will remember as this second American Revolution. Now, um, God willing and, you know, all, all of the angels, please watch over us, Lord, that this revolution is one of Christ, just like um, Greg Laurie, his new movie, and that it's centered on bringing God back to the helm and to his place and on the mantle of our hearts here in America as a country, um, because that's the only way that we're going to see America return to its liberty and prosperity, is if we hone back in, if we claw back uh, the, the enemy's territory that he's taken from us here in America um, spiritually. And so I believe that you know, January 6th was a necessary event. It was historic, and it was um, amazing to see that the American people still got it. I mean, we are still strong. We are still united. Um, what the Founding Fathers said about, you know, if the government uh, fears the people, that is a representative, that is a good government, and if the people fear the government, that's tyranny. That was displayed on January 6th. We still have the power inherent in the people, um, the spirit of rebellion, which Thomas Jefferson said from time to time, needs to be exercised here in this country um, to remind our government that we are in control, um, was exercised. And I think it was something that God had ordained. Um, God forbid, though, that those people lost their lives. But in the grand scheme of things, people will look back and see January 6th as the first battle of the second American Revolution. You know, I love uh, hearing the way you describe that, because a revolution of not—look, it can't be for the purpose of making our lives comfortable, prosperous, uh, just so that things go better for us. Air conditioning works, and the heating works, and we're able to buy our nice cars. That's not—that cannot be— that cannot be what our goal is, to just take things back to the way they were uh, in the 50s or whatever people have in their minds. It has to be complete transformation that only God can bring. And so I'm all in favor of that kind of second revela- revolution. And, uh, Jacob, one other thing I, that reminded me, again, of Amos, because uh, in Amos, uh, Amos the prophet, who had been a shepherd, by the way, wasn't really from the prophet line, 
Um, God called him to do some very tough things. And Israel during that time, God's people, were incredibly rebellious. The things they did, God just pleads with them. He said, you're my only family on earth, the only family I've ever known. And you've done this, and you've done this, and I've done this, and you still don't turn around. And then Amos intercedes, and he says, oh, oh Lord God, please cease. How can Israel stand? He is so small. And then the Lord relented concerning this. My point in reading that is that I think people need to understand God is not, he doesn't rush to judgment. Even in America, as wretched as things have become, I think Anne Graham Lott said, if uh, we get any worse, God's going to have to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah. It has be, it's a nightmare what we've allowed to happen here. But God is not eager to punish and destroy. He's eager to forgive and restore. And I just think that's a, a good thing for all of us to remember. Jacob, is there anything, anything else that you want to say that I fail to ask you? No, I mean, I just want to really exhort the audience um, that God is a God of mercy, um, that he has love stored up for each and every single hair on your head. He knows you. He's called you before the womb. Um, he has set you in a high place using his son. What Jesus can do in our lives can never be understated. What he can do for our country can never be understated. What he can do for your family, for your marriage, for your business, whatever you need, he is willing to provide if you just give yourself over to him. And you know, I just use this time here to minister to all of the people out there that may be feeling a little broken, a little downcast, um, like there's hopelessness, a spirit of hopelessness over America and over your personal situation. Never give up hope. I've seen the darkest dungeons. I've seen the horrible side of the prisons and humanity, and my hope still stands firm in the Lord that he will come and vindicate uh, me and my Jan 6 brothers, and he will also come and restore and revive America, um, because that's our God. He is a God that, you know, punishes, and but it's under correction. It's out of love. It is not out of to, to our demise. It is not to destroy. It's to bring us to a better place. You know, he, he gives us the rod because he's our father and because he wants to see us correct our actions. And so the rod that America has been feeling here um, for many years, but a lot more now um, that Joe Biden's in office, uh, you know, that, that rod will be lifted one day and we will, uh, we will know that the Lord is not to be trifled with, that he is to be feared, and uh, we will turn back to God in the most ridiculous way. America will come running back to their Lord and their King, Jesus Christ, and all will be well here in the homeland. And if not, Sandy, then Jesus is coming back soon, and there's nothing to worry about either way. So uh, it's a win-win scenario for us. <laughs> I, I <laughs> and, think uh, I'm so. I'm waiting on that day. Yep, that's, where I, that's absolutely where my hope is. I, I want to cl- close with just some practical questions. You've been incarcerated 772 days. That's 25 months. You're getting ready for your... Tw- 28th birthday. Um, do you have a good attorney? Yeah, I have I have a, a good attorney, a friend of mine who's been alongside me in this um, since the beginning, Steve Metcalf. God bless him. He is right now fighting for the last two months for the freedom of Dominic Pozzola and the Proud Boys at the biggest show trial, sham trial um, in American history. The Proud Boys are getting 
Um, not a fair shake in any sense of the word in Washington, D.C. right now. They have um, a ridiculously liberal and biased judge. The jury pool is most certainly all Proud Boy haters. They couldn't find one person even to sit on the jury pool that did not say um, that they have have negative thoughts or negative feelings towards the Proud Boys and their organization and stuff like that. So God bless them. Let the spirit of liberty rest on them. Um, that is where <laughs> they they are they're in a tough battle right now. So Steve Metcalf's helping out there, and I'm trying to put together some more lawyers with the J6 Legal Fund around me and around many other Jan Sixers to work as kind of like um, a virtual law firm. To, to come together and to, to really share information and to combat the ridiculous biased jury pools, the selective prosecution, meaning why have we been targeted more than Antifa rioters and the Black Lives Matter rioters that, you know, took over whole entire city blocks and took over federal courthouses and police stations and stuff. We are being selectively prosecuted. There's no equal treatment under the law, which is our 14th Amendment, that everyone must be treated equal under the law. So we have a lot of solid legal arguments. It's just the fact of getting them heard to the right ears and, you know, seeing some judges with some backbone who are willing to stand on principle and stand up for the Constitution. And so we're fighting hard. Uh, There's not a day where we don't fight hard. And, you know, that's because God gives uh, his spirit for us to remain in the battle, the good fight of faith, Sandy. And I'm, I'm grateful, and I just glorify the Lord, even in this low valley of, uh, of this time in America. We still have to lift his name up because he is working. Jacob, uh, are you going to be tried in D.C.? Will everyone be tried there? Oh, God forbid, Sandy. We are putting in a change of venue motion here imminently uh, that my team's prepared. And all the change of venue motions have been denied so far um, because the judges want to keep us in their their gritty claws, um, keep us in D.C. where we don't have a a, a snowball chance in hell of ju- at justice. And um, you know they just want to keep us here. So God willing, I'm going to get out of D.C. for for my trial um, and go back to upstate New York, where I'm from, where my great father Ned Lang still lives, and my mama raised me, Sari. Um, God bless them. They're the best two parents, and they've been. The, my dad has been the biggest Jan Six supporter, giving hundreds of thousands of his own money uh, wow. to the Jan Sixers for uh, family costs and you name it. He has just been a rock for everybody. So God bless him. He's been my greatest supporter, and my mom is uh, my 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 mom. She's the best in the world. So <laughs> you know, I have to give shout outs to, sure. to those who raised me and uh, my whole entire family, the Langs. And uh, we're, we're just rock-solid American patriots, and so I come from good people. And all the Jan Sixers come from good people. We're not a bunch of criminals or miscreants. We're all good citizens, and we love this country. And we were willing to put our lives on the line to defend it. And that's, that means something in my books. Jake, do you think that the footage that the uh, Republicans just uh, submitted or released uh, from Congress, the Republicans in Congress released, do you think that will help? Any of you? I don't think Congress is going to do anything for any one of us that does not directly benefit themselves and their political stature there in Washington, D.C. Um, we are used as a political hockey puck by both the left and the right for their own gain and their own purposes. But there's no actual real concrete things being done for the Jan Sixers. Um, so 
my my opinion is the same opinion I had on January 6, 2021. Uh, they're no good crooks, all of them corrupt, and uh, not one of them has our best interests at heart. And they're all half-hearted patriots, um, and they're fake. And so, uh, you know, well, <laughs> you got my opinion on that. I don't trust any single one of them. I trust in uh, God to vindicate us, not Kevin McCarthy or Mitch McConnell or all these other fake patriots in there. And obviously our, our political opponents on the other side uh, want to see us rot away in jail. So, um, no, I don't, I don't think anything will come out of it other than, you know, maybe some revelation from some independent journalists that pour through those, you know, 42,000 hours of video that have not been released to us, by the way. They've been released to Tucker Carlson on Fox News, which on January 6, 2023 here, gave some of the most repulsive and underwhelming uh, journalism and coverage on January 6th for the two-year anniversary that I've ever seen. They ignored us the entire day. Then Tucker Carlson had a 10-minute horrible, horrible coverage on us on January 6th, 2023. Tucker Carlson's not for us. Um, He didn't give any good credence to the Jan Sixers this entire time. He's remained pretty wishy-washy in his convictions of it. And I don't trust anybody at Fox News. Um, if they gave it to maybe Gateway Pundit, um, Real America's Voice, uh, maybe even Newsmax, maybe then we'd actually get down to some real business. But giving it over to Fox News, is um, there's nothing special going to be happening there. Uh, I don't trust any of them. They represent uh, corporate uh, American um, interests and they're part of the, the industrial complex that has been subverting America for so long and none of them can be trusted from the from the politicians to the billion dollar corporation uh, News Corp and uh, Fox they're they're all they're all crooks well let me just say Jacob you've earned the right to criticize each and every one of those people and entities because of your own patriotism so I, I have no response to that other than you have that right you've earned it uh, Jacob Lang has been our guest. And by the way, you can find out more about Jacob at j6truth.org, j6truth.org. Or you can go find the movie, Freedom Isn't Free, and there's another movie on there as well. And please go to J6 Legal Fund and, you know, help support good legal defense for these guys. This is just wrong. It's just wrong. It's just wrong. It's, uh, the, it's a perversion of justice. It, there's nothing related to justice that's happening to them. And with that, uh, we'll say goodbye to you today, Jacob, but God bless you and keep you and provide for you in every way And uh, until we see you in face-to-face in freedom, either in this life or the next. And so thank you for joining us, Jacob. God bless you. Thank you so much, Sandy, and, you know, big shout-out to you uh, and your team over there for giving the Gen Sixers a voice. That's a brave thing. You're a true patriot, um, and I really think that uh, what you guys do here on this program is important, and every single one of your listeners should continue to support and join in for all of your content because you're truly in the trenches here covering the stuff that really matters. And so God bless you for that. Thank you so much for giving me a platform to speak my truth of what happened to me. On January 6th, the first battle of the Second American Revolution. Thank you so much. Wow, I thought that was so moving. I loved his story, and I love what God is doing in his life. And we are just, we have, we can can listen in and just watch the power of God move in Jacob's uh, life. I want to remind you that um, 
You can go to j6truth.org to find his movie, Freedom Isn't Free, and also to donate to the J6 Legal Fund. I hope that you'll do that. j6truth.org. That's the home base for all of that. Uh, Well, uh, we're going to be back in just a second because the Republicans in Congress just released the 43,000 hours of video on J6, and there's some interesting wrinkles on that that we'd like to discuss. So I hope you'll stay tuned because Bruce is going to join me to talk about that. But meanwhile, there's this. Sandy Rios 24-7 is growing, and we want to help you grow too. If your business or nonprofit is interested in sponsoring Sandy Rios 24-7, you can email us at infoagemedia247 at gmail.com. That's infoagemedia247 at gmail.com. This is Sandy Rios 24-7 on American Family Radio. All right, Sandy Rios back with you on Sandy Rios 24-7. And remember that we can't do this podcast without a sponsor. And Preborn is a wonderful sponsor for which we're very grateful. And evidently, you think it's wonderful, too, because you've been very generous, for which I am very, very grateful. You know, they provide ultrasounds for women who are in a crisis pregnancy. And you can help them by donating $28 for one ultrasound or you know, if you can afford more, 140 for 5000 All you have to do is go to preborn.com slash Sandy. And one other thing, if you're a business owner, perhaps you can consider a larger donation for a write-off. Because we know the government isn't working on saving babies. If you are able to give a donation of 1000 or 2000 or even $20,000, of course, they will put that money to good use. They'll probably buy ultrasound equipment and save more babies. All gifts are tax-deductible and will reach eternity. So get involved today. Just go to preborn.com slash Sandy. All right, I've asked Bruce to join me because uh, with his background with the FBI, I'm sure he has some observations. I think uh, that second day was pretty amazing with Jacob, wasn't it, Bruce? It really was. And, uh, you know, what strikes me about these guys that are in custody and what breaks my heart the most is these are not bad people. These are patriots, and I know we use that, we throw that word around, but I think their motivation for going to the Capitol on January 6th was a good one. They were upset about things. Now, this is America. You'd think that if someone is acting in a patriotic manner, our our government officials would like to support them, would like to make sure they're treated fairly. And... Based upon what I've just seen come out of Congress, I don't know if these poor January 6th guys can count on any help from the politicians. Bruce, I'm appalled by that story, too. So why don't you tell them what just happened with the Republican leadership in Congress? Republican leadership in Congress, in the House, just released a report on January 6th. And this is how they refer to people like Jacob Lang. They call them violent criminal rioters. You know, I talk about uh, coming to a conclusion uh, that uh, puts them in the worst light. How are they supposed to get a fair trial when even even our own, quote-unquote, quote our side is calling them violent criminal rioters? Um, the, the report uh, talks about how much advance notice there was 
that there was going to be a huge crowd at the Capitol that day and that there might be some violence. And that was when Nancy Pelosi was the speaker. The Speaker of the House is responsible for maintaining the security of the building. And Nancy Pelosi chose to disregard all of this intelligence, and I think it was for a reason. You know, President Trump volunteered 15,000 National Guardsmen to, to guard the Capitol that day. And she and Muriel Bowser, the, uh, gov, uh, the uh, mayor of Washington, D.C., declined to have any of those people there. Why would they do that? They act like they're scared to death of Trump every time he opens his mouth, but yet when a, when a large crowd is going to show up that are Trump supporters, all of a sudden they're not worried about it. Yeah, it's- it doesn't make sense. And you know what? And so that's one issue. But the issue of what Congress just did, but the Republicans in Congress, it sounds to me just like what they always do, Bruce. They always compromise. So, okay, we'll say something bad about Nancy Pelosi and about, you know, how they they did not call in support, but we'll have to say something bad then to balance this about these guys that, it really, it's so damning for them. How dare they do that? They threw these guys under the bus and, you know, we've had some lip service from some of the politicians that they're concerned about the January 6th people, but other than Louie Gohmert and maybe a couple others, I haven't seen- Matt Gates. Yeah, yeah, Matt And Marjorie Taylor Greene. They've gone, so three out of hundreds of people in Congress have bothered to go see these people who went to represent a lot of us uh, across the country on that day. Yeah, there's a reason why Jacob is a little cynical about that. There's, he, he's that way for, for a reason. And I have share his cynicism. I'm pretty, I, I don't, you know, our answers, the answers to the problems that we're having in this country are not going to be solved in the halls of Congress. I, I, uh, they're just, uh, I think we try to do the best we can. There are still some good people there. And as long as there are, I think we need to support them. Uh, but honestly, we have to understand that there is so much corruption and it goes so deep. Uh, and they disappoint us almost every single time. You know, whether it be January 6th or election integrity, uh, you name it, these people in Congress, I hate to be so general, generalized, but you know, <laughs> They just take care of the things that they need to take care of for themselves, for the most part. Uh, they're not worrying about uh, that possibly every election in the future will be stolen. They're not worried about these people. Two years in custody, two years in custody, many of them for misdemeanors. That is unconscionable. It's unconstitutional. Uh, when I was a prosecutor, we had 180 days to bring someone to trial. So that's six months. Now it could be extended if, if the defense agreed to it, but 180 days, these guys are there four times that uh, amount of time. And there's no end in sight. Uh, Many of them don't even have a trial date. So who knows how long this will go? Yes. It's a travesty of justice and those congressmen and all of us should be angry. Now, let me give a caveat. There are some congressmen, besides the ones we mentioned, Andy Biggs is one of them, a lot of the guys in the Freedom Caucus, Scott Perry, who leads the Freedom Caucus, has been, you know, he had his phone taken by the FBI, and they took all of his information. It's been a discussion. Some of them have already paid a price themselves, but not enough of them, just a handful. You could count them on one hand. And so uh, let's. we need to keep the pressure up on them, on the outside chance that they might actually wake up. Honey, thank you for joining me. 
Thank you. Uh, Last words? I think it's such an important, important situation. Uh, these guys really are political prisoners. I never thought I would say that about people in the United States, that we would hold political prisoners, but that's what these people that's are. That's what they are. All right, and if you'd like to help, go to J6 Legal Fund. That would help with attorneys. Go to j6truth.org to find the movie and to watch it. And I want to mention one other thing. If you have, are not writing to these prisoners, many of you are. Many of my listeners took that on a long time ago for the last two years. If you've never done it before, go to patriotmailproject.com and write. You will be blessed. I'm telling you, when they write you back, you will be so blessed. And can I tell you why? That, another reason why that's so important? If you listen to Jacob, he's in his 12th facility in two years. There's a reason for that. They do not, the uh, authorities do not want these prisoners staying in contact with each other. And uh, so they keep moving them around so that they cannot form bonds with each other and support each other. So they don't have people there to support them. But your letters, your letters will give them so much support. I, I, can you imagine you're in prison and somebody you don't even know writes you a letter saying, I care about you, I'm thinking about you. Yes, and sends a verse or something that they feel God is putting on their heart to share with the prisoner. Yes, yes, yes. So patriotmailproject.com. Hey, listen, thanks for listening today. We so appreciate it. And if you're enjoying this podcast, be sure and share it with friends. Sandy Rios 24-7. Bye for now.